Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you need assistance with your credit, text CREDIT to 702-778-2000. The Credit Show Podcast with Harry Jacobs starts now. All right, so I promised you some information last week about Wells Fargo. I never got to that in the podcast or the broadcast. So I want to spend some time. I, I get you know, a handful of calls about this issue, and I have been directing folks to an article. But I, I want to speak to what has gone on with Wells in this segment. Folks that you know bank with them have called and said, hey, what's the story with, with, with this, with this huge settlement in the billions of dollars? You may have heard about this. They, you know, here's the thing about this: one in three of us banks with Wells Fargo. That's how big they are. It's according to the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. So there are a whole bunch of reasons for this huge fine. Turns out that 16 million accounts were subject to illegal practices. They misapplied payments. There were wrongful foreclosures, incorrect fees, and interest charges. All this craziness that happened. So a lot of times with these fees, you know, the consumers don't end up getting anything, right? The money goes to the government and, you know, who the hell knows where it goes from there? Is it is it being dealt with in, in some way that'll, you know, help correct the bank or, or help consumers in some way? We, you know, you never know. The thing that's different about this settlement with Wells is that $2 billion dollars with a B, $2 billion, is heading back to consumers, which is great. So 16 million people get a chunk of $2 billion. I don't know what the math is on that. But the, the balance of that, $1.7 billion, is a penalties and fines, a slap from the government. A little tax, as they say on the street. You pay $2 billion back to consumers and pay a little tax on that in addition to it. So it's a big chunk. I mean, I, I don't know that I'm certainly not aware of a, a, another settlement between the government and this country that is bigger than $3.7 billion. I suppose with all the money that Wells has, I mean, one in three of us banks with them. I'm sure it's, you know, a nick to them, but it's a big number. Nonetheless, so I want to go through the the reasons that that the fine was levied against them and what they did in in each of these instances. I want to talk about what they did with auto loans and mortgages and and bank you know regular bank accounts to to folks. In, in terms of the the car loans, they had systematic failures in the way that they serviced these loans that resulted in about. You know, a little over a billion, I think $1.3 billion in harm across about 11 million different auto loan accounts. So they were incorrectly applying borrowers' payments. 
They charged fees and interest that they shouldn't have charged. They wrongfully repossessed borrowers' vehicles. You imagine that? Imagine being up to date on your payments and then getting a knock on the door and or, or just coming out and finding that your vehicle is gone. Yeah, that's what they were doing. In addition, they failed to ensure that borrowers received a refund for certain fees that they charged or you know, add-ons that that they had when a loan ended early. You know, maybe if you got some insurance or some additional, you know, add-on type products as a consumer, you were if you're one of these 11 million people, you were continued to be charged these fees. And and that's, you know, that's something that hurt consumers. 11 million accounts. 11 million auto loans. So that's the auto loan piece of it for them. On the mortgage side, there are two pieces of this because I want to talk about what they did in 08, which I think was just completely unethical. But as, as far as this settlement is concerned, some borrowers were unfairly turned down when they requested mods to their loans to you know avoid foreclosure and they were charged fees that they shouldn't have been charged and the the bank actually wrongfully reported consumers as deceased. We dealt with some of those by the way. People called and said, "Hey, listen, I'm I'm being reported on this credit report as deceased and they didn't know where it came from." Well, Wells was doing that. They uh, overstated attorney's fees, they brought wrongful foreclosure actions against consumers. I mean, it's it's pretty insane on the mortgage side what they did. In 08, you know, I, I when when we had this collapse, I remember talking to you know, to Jamie Cogburn about this on the show when he used to be on the show every week with me. I think 2011 or 12 we were talking about this. While people were fighting tooth and nail to get mortgage mods, Wells Fargo was actually calling consumers back then. By the way, they never got their hand slapped for this. But they were calling consumers back then in 11 and 12 and 13. People, by the way, that had good credit and no problem paying their mortgage, they were calling them to say, hey, can we modify your mortgage for you? And when a bank modifies your mortgage, they end up making more money, right? Because they're reducing the payment. They may even jack the interest a little bit. But but you end up you know going from a 15-year to a 30-year in a lot of cases, and that's what they were doing. To people that didn't need it to begin with. They just found people that, you know, that wanted a lower mortgage payment. Didn't realize that they were paying, you know. Listen, when when they extend those loans to double the time, you can you can be, you know, paying a significant amount of money in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, depending upon the amount of your loan. I don't need to do that math for you, but it's ugly. So they were doing that to people. They didn't want to talk to anyone that was actually truly having trouble. Those were very difficult mortgage mods to get. You could talk to anyone that was in this business, talk to Jamie Cogburn, talk to the companies that were set up to just do loan mods. Those were difficult to get done with Wells Fargo, one of the the more difficult banks. And they were just soliciting people that were good customers as a way to make more money. Pretty scummy thing to do, right? But that's what they did. So that's the mortgage part of it. And then in terms of the banking piece of it, 
you know, that's that's a you know a similar kind of sleazy thing. Customers were being charged overdraft fees even if they had money in their accounts. Right? Wells advertised no fees in some circumstances, but then turned around. And this is according to the FTC set or the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau settlement. So they were advertising no fees, but they did, in fact, charge fees. And and a lot of people, I don't have a number on this, I'd love to know what this is, but a lot of people had their accounts frozen unfairly for weeks. You know, your account is overdrawn and blah, 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 we're going to freeze it until you get enough money back in there. They also did get slapped for denying mortgage mods, but this is not from back in 08 or 13, I I don't believe. But these illegally charged and surprised overdraft fees and the freezing of accounts is, is certainly something they got nailed for. You remember too that, you know, they've been a frequent offender here as, as it, you know, relates to enforcements brought on by the government. They had issues with the student loans and how they were servicing those. They had issues in the way of mortgage kickbacks as well, right? They were sending, you know, mortgage deals through and, and, you know, the, the kickbacks they were getting were illegal. You remember they set up fake accounts? There was this deal several years ago where it's a big story nationally where people all over the country were having accounts set up in their name when they never really set up an, a new account. But because people in the bank, you know, that work at those desks when you go in there, you see them there on the left or the right or wherever they are and, you know, the busy bank workers were setting up accounts that didn't exist. But when they got them set up, they received a bonus for them. So this was rampant with Wells Fargo. It's a huge story. So at any rate, that's the Wells Fargo story. I'm sorry it's taken me so long to to get to it, but I've gotten a lot of calls and thought that I would address it for you here on the podcast and the broadcast. You've been listening to the Credit Show podcast with Harry Jacobs. If you need assistance with your credit, text credit to 702-778-2000. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.